Hi, this is Alicia. This is Jean. And we're the log ladies. We're the log ladies. <laughs> I quit too quickly. This is the first episode since we've changed our name that the log lady has appeared on the episode. Oh my God. I was so excited this episode. <laughs> I was seriously so excited because last episode we just talked about how we didn't think she was ever going to come back. You know, we're like, oh no, we changed our names, our podcast name to the wrong name because she's never going to be back. Yeah. <laughs> and then she plays like a huge part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I can't even tell you. I was like losing it. Um, did you have any, did you have a dream this past week? Um, not that I really remember or would want to talk want to about. Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more the remember part. Um, oh uh, sure. <laughs> Everyone's gonna think it's a sex dream. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that, but now I'll probably have oh. one tonight. Oh, that was okay. a spot. <laughs> um. Now, now I really want to try and have a dream before I go to bed. Have you? Do you? Have you had any dreams lately? That you remember? I that have to do with Laura Palmer's death? Uh, no, definitely not that one. <laughs> but I haven't. I, I don't think I've had any. I don't think I have had dreams that I like that were significant, but I can't remember them at all. But it's actually huh. raining today for the first time in a while in LA, which mm-hmm. is where we are. Um, so maybe I'll have a dream. I feel like I normally have dreams when it's raining because the rain oh. outside like affects me. Yeah, like the know. emotions run high. And yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> all the noir in the air you know yeah um um, also oh we were talking about before the show started we were talking about how you can like force yourself to have a dream oh it's pouring right now is it pouring near you no it's like no pouring here right now sorry this is not interesting to anyone we'll add uh rain sound effects later (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but I, I have heard that if you want to dream about something specific, you can uh-huh. sit there, like when you're falling asleep, you close your eyes and then you like, let's say you want to wake up the next morning at 6am. You have to lay there and go like 6am, 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 like 30 times or something. You can look it up, Google it. No, I'm, I've definitely done something like similar where like, I know I have to wake up at a certain time and like really tell myself that. And then I naturally wake up be- like right before my alarm Whoa. goes off. It's like crazy no way Mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever actually it's never worked on me like it it kind of has it only works for me if it's actually for something important that i have to get up early for Whoa! like i can't just like pretend like it has to be real right right (laughs) but you should try that next time you have to get up early for something important or like out of the ordinary yeah yeah i'm also going to try and dream about something tonight by telling myself (laughs) something okay good are you gonna just go like laura Laura, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, good. Don't tell your boyfriend what's going on. <laughs> you just start saying Laura in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, okay. All right. Well. Today's episode. <laughs> We're on uh, episode six. Uh, this episode is called Cooper's Dreams. We're continuing. There's been a couple. The last couple episodes have still focused around his dreams. Or his dream. Yeah. Um, 
This episode is... Sorry, I thought you were about to read the synopsis. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> but hang on, hang on. I can do this. No, wait, I can't. You go. You want to read the synopsis? Yeah. The long one? Okay, wait. No, I got it. Okay, episode <laughs> 1.6. Episode 6 of season 1. The director was Leslie Linka Glatter, and the writers were Mark Frost and David Lynch. Mm-hmm. And as we already said, uh, well, Cooper and Truman talk to the log lady, and they also discover some evidence in the woods that's related to Laura Palmer's death. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Lots of, lots of, lots of, lots of stuff happens in this episode. So much happens in this episode. Is there ever going to be like a dry, boring episode? No, probably not. But, but this one yeah. seemed even more intense. Yeah, but it was like important things that happened. Yeah. Very yeah. significant things. Seriously. So I mean, I feel I feel a little bit bad saying this, but I feel like this was the first episode that I really was excited to watch the next one. Me too. Because they left so many, like they Seriously. answered so many things, and then at the same time left a bunch of things open, unresolved. Yeah, yeah. open for like you have to watch the next. So one. So much was left open. Did you notice that Diane is back this episode? Oh, yeah, Cooper's talking to Diana again yeah, on his so uh, recorder. Excited. Yeah, I thought that had maybe gone away, too. Me, too. Um, but it also just makes me think even more that it's uh, not someone he works with. They're not, like, an assistant. It makes me think – because it's just, like, it's, it just gets more and more personal. I think it has to be, like, a wife or even maybe, like, an, a girlfriend or, like, an ex-lover that he hasn't let go. I don't know. There's some emotions yeah. involved. Did everyone hear Alicia's crying cat? Oh, you heard that? So loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's Francois. <laughs> um, we have matching tuxedo cats. Alicia has yeah. a cat named Francois, and mine is named Reno. Yep, we and have matching cats. They sit with cats. us while we podcast. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I see her cat on the screen when we're skyping, and I think it's my cat, which makes no <laughs> sense. Yeah, that really doesn't make any sense. You know, they just look so similar. <laughs> I'm like, what is my cat doing over at your apartment? <laughs> oh, yeah. Cheers. Oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> um, Audrey gets into a lot of shit this episode. Mm-hmm. She is, like, she... running the... She had a spectrum of emotions this episode, I felt like. Mm-hmm. She was like She's, like, I kind of envy her in a way. Me too. She's, gosh, she's so... She's, like manipulative but in a like in the best way she like she's so smart and i don't know yeah i love her so like okay let's literally she has every emotion in this episode she's manipulative number one number two she gets really sad when she sees laura's dad dancing by himself she starts Mm -hmm. crying do you remember that part yeah that was a really like it was a real moment and like then the episode ends with her in Cooper's bed naked. So she's also yeah. like sex crazed. I know. That was different for her. It felt she like felt a little I don't know, maybe like out of control for yeah. herself because I feel like even though she kind of doesn't follow any rules, she's still like in control of herself and she can control other people. Yeah. But like I don't know, when when I saw that, I kind of was like, oh, maybe she's I don't know, just like really giving in to what she's feeling and she's losing control because that was like a bold move. Totally. It kind of felt like she was like 
went before he got there she was like okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna like get in naked in his bed and i'm gonna like seduce him or whatever and then as soon as he like opens the door she's like please don't make me leave <laughs> like she's like <laughs> she's really insecure <laughs> yeah she gets really insecure yeah it's really sweet i don't know maybe she felt the confidence to see i don't know if she like felt confident to do that or if she felt like she just was really in need of someone but at the beginning of the episode when they talk in the morning um at the hotel like Cooper's really in a hurry to like get to work and kind of like brushes her off while she's trying to flirt with him but then she ends up kind of getting him comfortable so that he's flirting back with her right which is just like kind of shows how talented she is with like men but I feel like he was really flirting back with her for the first time like he totally he totally changed his mindset from being like I have to go I have to go to work and then flirting back I do too so yeah the obvious next step would be to like go wait in his bed for him yeah right (laughs) (laughs) step one barely have coffee with him step two get in bed (laughs) (laughs) um can you hear that what okay you can't hear it then (laughs) what is it um someone's texting me and it's like it's uh, making the bell sound on my phone i mean on my computer um and let's see what's what else is going on they so they left off the last episode they left off in there in jock's apartment and they find the bloody shirt and then they find that it's leo's shirt with jock's blood on it which what Mm -hmm. does that even mean well we know leo killed ren Renoir? Is that what his name was? Bernard. I don't know why I thought his name was Renoir. <laughs> I want to say Bernard. Francois, I think. <laughs> he killed. Leo killed my cat. <laughs> Re- Leo killed Bernard. <laughs> and now they have a shirt, Leo's shirt, with Jock's blood on it. So maybe Leo killed Jock, too? But no, that shirt was found, like, in the beginning of the, like, in, like, the second yeah. episode or something. It was found so long ago. Weird. Did they they say it was Jacques' blood? Yeah. Well, no, okay. no, no. They said... Oh, it was his blood type. Yeah. So maybe it is Bernard. Because they... You know, siblings are usually... Or a lot of the time, they're the same blood but type. But he killed Bernard recently. And that shirt was That's still true, from, like, right. a long time ago. So I don't know. But, okay, but we, it's not the only Laura's. thing we do know is... Yeah, it's not Laura's. Okay. So that sucks. They can't link him. Or even frame him, which is what it looked like they were trying to do. Yeah. Okay. Is that Shelly, his wife, and uh, Bobby were trying to frame Leo. Yeah. And I think they thought it was Laura's blood, but it's not. I really like the scene where they're, like, fantasizing about killing Leo. Where she's oh, like, yeah, what would you like do practicing. if you walked in right now? Yeah. Yeah. I love it's funny because they're, like, really confident and stuff. And then all of a sudden somebody someone knocks on the door. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you don't know if it's Leo or not. And it's just a... A detective looking for Leo, but it's Andy looking for Leo, but yeah. they get like kind of shaken up. They're like, oh shit, someone's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really like that part. Um, oh my God. I like, I've been craving donuts this whole week and then watching <gasps> this episode was so oh, hard. No. <laughs> Don't you just want a donut? Like the, I every know. time you watch a show. Now that you brought that up, I really want a donut right now. I've been craving them all week. Like, every time I drive into work, I'm like, I hope someone brings donuts. I hope someone brings donuts. But no one brings donuts anymore because I think it's, like, not healthy. It's, like, too unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no one ever brings donuts. Uh, I just, like, want a glazed donut now. I just want to be 
in the office on a day that someone brings donuts and then just like in the episode today, somebody asks me to hold their donut and then I just take a <laughs> bite out of it. <laughs> that was such a, like a funny moment. That was one of my favorite moments in this I whole episode. I think I missed that. What happened? So it's when um, like Cooper and all of them are in Jacques' apartment and they like are uh, searching for things and Cooper like takes a donut. Well, first of all, there's like no more donuts, and so they like bring out some like hidden donuts for him. Right. And then he like takes a bite, and then he asks Andy like, "Oh, can you hold this?" And then Andy's just like sitting there, like right in front of him, is like listening to them talk, and he takes a bite oh of the donut, God. and it's just like so Adorable. casual. It's really funny. Ugh, yeah. Andy, you're so cute. If that happened in real life, some like people would be like, "What? What's wrong with you?" Yeah. <laughs> That's adorable. I love them all. I'm so happy when all of them are together. It's I like know. my favorite times in the show, I think. Yeah, I like that. I like the little trio. Um, I think like, Cooper tells him to hold the donut because he that's when they find that magazine. It's like a new nudity magazine. Right. Um, that was kind of like, oh, this he thought is... Laura was in one of the pictures. Even though it doesn't show her face, he's like, that's Laura. And like he sees the red drapes from his dream yeah. in the magazine picture. And then also Leo's truck is on a page in the magazine. Which we knew that. We saw it. Did we see that before? We saw it in the... We saw it like in episode one or two when they were originally questioning everyone. And I forget mm-hmm. where... When when did the original magazine even come about? Do you remember? I don't remember. Well, I feel anyway. like I remember something with like Leo's truck before. but yeah. So we saw his truck in the magazine before, and we knew that he was associated with it. I think it was yeah. with the girl, the the girl that they found, remember? Not Laura, oh, but the other girl. Um, yeah, her name is Ronette. Ronette. Okay, yeah, so I think it was with her, and now they found that Laura's also a connection. It's just confusing. So basically they were saying people write into this magazine, they request something, so like they say... I'm seeking, you know, an older male or whatever. And then people read the ads in the magazine and they send their photos into the magazine. The magazine contacts the original requester. So no one's like contacting anyone directly, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. So they think like Laura's one of the girls in the magazine, I guess. And the one that they found says, young student looking for education in the ways of love. Only, (laughs) what did I write? Only generous, mature men need apply. Mm -hmm. I think that's, yeah. I think that could sound like Laura. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Well, I don't know her that well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Yeah, we really don't know her at all. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, so they, based on that, they... Then why do they go to the woods? What are they? Well, basically, he sees red curtains. Cooper sees red curtains in his Mm -hmm. dream. And then he sees the red curtains in a photo in Jock's apartment at Mm -hmm. a cabin. And then he sees red curtains in a photo in that magazine. And he's like, that's Laura. Those are the red curtains. And Mm -hmm. so they go to find Jock's log cabin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to find his cabin and they end up finding... I guess the log lady first. Oh my god, I was so excited. <laughs> I was and literally so excited. <laughs> they have a conversation with her. I was more excited about 
I think I was, well, I was really excited about the log lady, but I was also excited, like, how food kind of started to play a big oh role God. in this episode again. <laughs> what? This is funny. <laughs> I thought it was really funny because then, like, she, uh, the log lady distracts them with, like, cookies and stuff and then is really particular about, like, the tea and oh I, I don't know. It was just really funny. Wait, that was one of my favorite scenes is when they are, like, they're, like, sneaking up to the cabin because they think that they're going to, like, meet whoever. I don't know, Jacques or whoever. And then the log lady comes out and she's like, hey, you want to come in for some tea? And Cooper's like, we don't really have time for tea right now. And then um, Hawk interrupts him. And he's like, what kind of cookies? Or no, because she said, do you want to come in for cookies and tea? And Hawk interrupts him and he's like, what kind of cookies? And log lady's like, sugar. And then she says... So I know this line is really famous. The owls won't see us in here. I know that the owls and the log lady is like a big thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it means yet. Obviously. Yeah, I don't know what it means either. Because even when they were asking, I guess like the log, what the log saw and she was speaking for him, she she says, and like that whole scene was really funny too. Because she's like, ask the log. And she's like, oh, like I'll talk for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That seems amazing. She's so great. I really love her. (laughs) I just want to do that. I just, I can't wait till I'm old enough and people think I'm senile and I can just, it's acceptable to walk around with a log and act like it has its own opinion. Talk to it. And And talk to it and talk for it. The log saw something (laughs) in the woods that night. you steal my laundry money. Please give it back. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That would be so much easier. It's kind of like avoiding confrontation. Yeah. You like go up to someone and you're like, my log stall, yeah, saw you steal my laundry <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> whatever the problem is. It'd be so much easier to deal with your problems. Damn I mean, it. I think that's what's going on with the log lady. Like, yeah. I'm 100% convinced that she's just avoiding actual interaction. Yeah. Through log. Mm-hmm. We have to be but, the log ladies for Halloween. Yes. I mean, what else? Like, there's no other, right? Like, <laughs> there's like, no other logical reaction. Best costume ever. <laughs> Um, okay. so she says that the log, what does she say? She's like, uh, what the log saw is that like, it was dark and there was laughing and there were two men and two girls. So I guess referring to Laura and Ronette and like flashlights. And she says something about owls, oh my God. Uh, which I don't understand. And then she says something about like that. There's possibly a third man. Yes. I don't know. I, Did she say anything else? Well, I, like, wrote down single word keywords from what she was saying because it was all gibberish. It was, like, yeah, you know, like, grass, woods, flashlights, men, women. You, like, literally just were read all of my keywords word for word. Really? Yeah. It was really funny. <laughs> I wrote down the same ones. Yeah. Mine says, two men, two girls, flashlights, owls, dark on her, <laughs> one man, screams, one girl voice, silent owls. So yeah, I wonder what the owls are. She said she originally says owls, and then she said the owls were owls were silent. Mm-hmm. And then the detectives say the two girls are Laura and Ronette, and the two men are probably Jacques and Leo, but we don't really know. And then there's a third man. Yeah. Which I feel like is Jacoby. Really? I don't know why I just have this feeling. So, wait, I just realized something. We've been kind of guessing one murderer this whole time, but it's potentially... Like Multiple, a group. Yeah. So we could be right and wrong at the same time with all True. our guesses. But True. But I didn't think about we it ever being a group. Should we start guessing groups? I think it was the combination of <laughs> <laughs> five I people. Get, I know. 
That'll get ridiculous. Um, this next scene was, I think, maybe one of my favorite scenes in the show. Which one? So they go, basically she tells them that story, and they go to find the cabin, and they're walking through the woods. And then uh-huh. Cooper is like, do you hear that? And there's music playing. And you can tell it's like on the record player. And then they find the cabin and that record is just playing. I really like that scene. I really like that it was just like through the woods and then they find it and it's like actually playing and it's in a cabin. Like at first I thought it was going to be a weird surrealist thing where like there wasn't actually any music but Cooper was hearing it. I don't mm-hmm. know. I really like that for some reason. I, don't, I can't really explain why. Mm. Um, and then they find uh, in the cabin they find like everything. They find oh. all the stuff. Oh, wait, another thing I wanted to point out with, I think it's, like, before they get to that cabin, uh-huh. is they keep showing close-ups of, like, a raven flying around. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I, I don't know I didn't take it why. into account. I just thought it was, like, an in-between, but they haven't really done that before. Yeah, I just feel like they put, like, too much focus on it where I'm, like, I feel like this has to mean something. And, like, I wonder if it's linked to the owl or if it's, like, linked to, like, somebody watching or like i'm not sure but they like put it like kept going back to that raven and it was like right before they went in the cabin and i don't know i don't know what that could mean hmm i don't know either but i don't know maybe it's in connection to the owls like flying bird something yeah but i mean yeah you're right as soon as they go in the cabin they like find Everything. They find everything <laughs> that we've been talking about. It's like, like this is the first episode or scene where like everything kind of is like matching up. Yeah. There have been so many random things that they just throw at us and it's like, oh my gosh, it's yeah. so much information. They find but, yeah. Waldo the bird. Mm-hmm. They find that's, music in the that's air. That's the bird that because they, they saw that there were claw marks on Laura's body. Right. And so like that was the bird. He's surprisingly small. Did you think he was going to be bigger? <laughs> He's I tiny. Guess so. He's like a parakeet. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be like a like a crow. More intense bird. I thought it would be yeah, um, like a raven. They find music in the air, which is in Cooper's dream. They mm-hmm. find the one eyed jack poker chips, which come out of the clock. And, and the blood. one with and the poker chip with the little missing piece. Right. Where, like, that piece is the piece that they found in her stomach. I didn't even make that connection. I don't know how I didn't make that connection because it's really <laughs> simple, but I didn't. It's, like, super important. <laughs> super important, super simple. I didn't get it. What? Puzzle pieces that just fit together? I don't get it. Wait, what was the last thing you said? Oh, blood. blood the blood. blood. That's right. blood on the carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that scene is crazy. Literally everything comes together. Yeah. That and that's really nice. Jock's cabin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a really nice payoff because I've, like, up until now, I know that David Lynch, like, fucks with his viewers. And I've yeah. been feeling a little bit like, okay, like, there's all this stuff. There's, like, a bird and there's poker chips and, like, nothing is going to come together. It's just going to keep us guessing. And I don't know. It felt good to, like, yeah. have it, like, kind of come together. Like, okay, there's a person there's a cabin in the woods that like it looks like this is the place that Laura's obviously been spending time if not you know maybe she was murdered there too yeah yeah it's true yeah. I mean this is the sixth episode in and this is like the first big payoff that the audience is getting usually they like shows will kind of give that a little bit sooner I'd yeah. say maybe around the third episode yeah so I don't know yeah I, I was also starting to feel a little bit 
She's like, I, I wasn't as excited about like watching the next yeah. episode because I wasn't given anything. So like this one, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm so excited to watch the next yeah. one and find out what happens. It like gave me something really um, like tangible to hold on to. I agree. Yeah. And before this, it just felt like it was piling on. It was like a domino and a one eye jack and there's a bird and yeah like it, and I, they kept like adding people and connections right. that it's like uh how are what they the gonna hell? be involved and yeah yeah it was starting to get a little like overwhelming yeah um we haven't talked about hank at all did you oh do you have hank's about? out of jail yeah so hank hank which is and he's creepy he is so fucking creepy <laughs> He's a bad guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's mm-hmm. sad that, like, I would nominate him as a killer ten times over, but he was in prison. <laughs> I know. Too bad. <laughs> um, I kept thinking, like, is there a way around it? I don't know. Because yeah. he's obviously, like, involved with the wrong – with, Definitely. like, the people we already don't like, like Leo and stuff. Yeah. Norma, like, he's only nicer on Norma, and he seems normal. And then as soon as you see him, like, away from Norma, he seems like a freak. Yeah. Yeah. So. I thought there was a really good scene um, with Norma and Ed. And so Norma goes and visits Ed and like she tells Ed that Hank got out of um, like out of prison. And she also tells him that she's kind of losing hope for them because they like have something going on. But they're yeah. both. Well, Ed's married and well, now her husband's out of prison. Um, wait, is Hank her ex or her husband? Hank is her current husband. Okay, so but yeah, he's their current husband. So they're both married, but they obviously they're in love with each other. Um, and then she tells him like not to call her anymore, and leaves. And I, I don't know, like that scene felt so real to me and really authentic. And it was kind of like tragic because you know that they love each other, yeah. but it, it was. I just thought it was a really good moment, a good scene, because a lot of times I feel like David Lynch in those serious moments will add something and, like, make a joke out of it, Mm -hmm. you know? And, like, there wasn't any of that. It just felt really authentic. It kind of was, I don't know, a little bit refreshing to me. Yeah. Not that I don't love David Lynch's style and his jokes and quirks and stuff, but it was such an authentic – like like real feelings and like he wasn't trying to mask the real feelings with like like by being jokey you know it was really sweet and really sad and the last line is like the saddest part where she's just like he says something like i don't want to hurt you and he's like that's a problem with us she says that's a problem with us we never want to hurt anybody we just want to like we just go along with yeah keeping everyone happy which is like why they're not together even though they're so good for each other yeah it seems like yeah it's sad um the other thing we didn't talk about is that bobby goes into therapy with his mom and his dad oh yeah this is like my favorite (laughs) relationship of this show i'm obsessed with bobby's dad i love that he's not like a hard ass he's like the sweetest guy i know it seems like he has such a great loving supportive parents but they're like so not on the wave same wavelength as bobby and i love that in every and every scene with them he becomes like quintessential teenager like he's just like so annoyed so angry (laughs) it's amazing i should really appreciate like how great his parents are yeah he's just like god (laughs) um so they they basically have a therapy session with dr jacoby and it gets kind of weird dr jacoby asks his parents to leave and then he talks to bobby and he like asks them this really 
these really intimate questions about him and Laura, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. I didn't think that was very, that wasn't very, like, ethical. Because I'm not sure yeah. if he already knows the answers and it's yeah. just kind of like doing a power play thing. Because he says, he says, what happened in the first time that you and Laura had sex? Did Laura laugh at you? Did you yeah. Did you cry? Or no, wait. Did you cry? Did Laura laugh at you? Yeah. Like, I feel like Laura's probably told him yeah. a lot about Bobby. For sure. But the interesting thing is Bobby says that Laura had a secret. He thinks, okay, a couple of things. He thinks Laura told him once that she wanted to die. He thinks that Mm -hmm. she wanted to die because she had a big secret. Number two. Number three, Laura manipulates people into being as corrupt as she feels that she is. And she corrupted Bobby. It sounds like. Yeah. And yeah, he's like that she made him sell drugs. Yeah. This is the first time I've ever heard anyone talk bad about Laura, I feel like. Right? Yeah, I guess so. Was, like, I manipulative? Mean, it's the first time I've ever heard yeah, anyone say anything Yeah, because they'll say that she was, like, involved in bad things, but they don't actually talk about her as being, like, a bad person. Yeah. I guess you're right, yeah. Yeah. He also He also, like, brings up how she says that, like, she thinks that people are, like, really sick and rotten. Yeah. Like, that's how she viewed the world. And that she couldn't stop herself know. from being sick and rotten. Yeah. Man. That is Man, dark. she is a troubled girl. Yeah. That just sounds like the words of someone who was, like, seriously harmed somehow. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And, and it. this reminds me. Okay, this reminds me of... So I was on Kickstarter recently. Kickstarter is like a, a website where people can fund projects like by, through crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. And, well, I think everyone knows that, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I saw that there's a, a documentary that's trying to get funded right now. And it's uh, about Twin Peaks. What? Kind of. It's about, it's about this, this kid who grew up in the city where they filmed Twin Peaks and he was like there when they filmed the first episode and he was, so he was there when they're like, you know, filming the scene where they find Laura's body and everything. And so he kind of like grew up really close to Twin Peaks and it's a documentary about him and his life and growing up and being obsessed with Twin Peaks to the point where his obsession like makes him want to be like Laura and he kind of goes down the same what? I mean I don't know what happens yet to Laura so because I yeah. haven't seen all the episodes yet but he I guess he goes down the same path that she does in the show and like gets in like dangerous situations and so I don't know it sounds really interesting I think that could be a really cool documentary That sounds so interesting It sounds really dark like like the show too but that, honestly, yeah, so yeah. if anyone wants to, I guess, help fund that project, the documentary is called Northwest Passage. I think that would be a good one. Northwest Passage? Yeah, which I guess was supposed to be the original name of the show before they oh. did a, called it Twin Peaks. That sounds so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. That is crazy. I didn't want to read too much about it to give anything away yeah. for myself, but... yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Well, maybe that can be like we can watch that after we finish Twin Peaks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's it's not out yet, but hopefully it'll be out by the time we're done with Twin Peaks. Yeah. We, we still got like well, they, a season and a half to go. 
Yeah, they have 18 days left of their uh, campaign. Mm -hmm. So maybe, I don't know. That's so cool. I know, I thought it was really cool. I saw it and I was like, whoa, this is really cool. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow, cool. Yep, fun side note. (laughs) Um, So which just proves even more that like, yeah, Laura's involved in a lot of dark things and yeah yeah um what was the other thing i was gonna talk about let's see oh okay so the next scene is the last scene basically the last big thing that happens is that there's like a party going on at the log log factory (laughs) wood factory whatever it is (laughs) yeah um and josie the first the first clip of the scene is josie smoking alone and then it shows Catherine, and she's drunk and she's with her husband and she's in this party and she goes up to benjamin which is like the big um he's like the owner of everything in the town and she's Mm -hmm. been having an affair with him and they're planning on killing josie together she goes up to benjamin and she spills her drink on his shoe to get his attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that part's crazy. Um, It's so weird. It's It's kind of like something that I feel like maybe his teenage daughter would do or something to get his attention. Yeah. I know. And the fact that he gives it to her, like he gives her his attention is kind of weird too. Yeah. Um, Really mature. (laughs) Yeah. So they do that and then basically he's like, okay, meet me in five minutes in my office. This whole, uh, Aubrey is watching this whole thing. They meet each other in the office in five minutes. They, like, make out and talk about how they're going to kill Josie. Aubrey is, like, listening to this whole thing, and then she freaks out, and, it, like, she starts laughing. Yeah, I think she starts laughing after she sees them, like, kissing, right? Yeah, because I'm sure she's, Which like, is, of course, my douchebag dad yeah. is, like, even more of a douchebag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then when they finish up, Ben goes into the other office. He finds Mm -hmm. Josie and he's like, he's like, did anyone see you come in here? And she's like, no. She's like, I found the ledger where you said it would be. And so you basically find out that Josie and Ben have been working together. And now they are talking about killing Catherine. Right? Yeah. That's like whose Whose side is he really on? I have no idea. I know. I feel like he's more on Josie's side than Catherine's. Because what can he gain from Catherine? Yeah. What can he he gain gain so much from Josie? Like an entire factory. God, he's so shady. He's so shady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that part was crazy. I really didn't expect that at all. Yeah. Um, And Josie, because we saw her spying on him and Catherine like two episodes ago, I think. Yeah. Josie knows that Ben has been sleeping with Catherine. Maybe she like used that against him or something or manipulated him to be on her side or with Maybe. like her inf- the made from information she had. It really I made me feel like up until now she seemed really innocent and sweet. Oh yeah, she's always acting like really innocent. Yeah, she's always like like helpless kind of and in mm-hmm. this episode I really felt like she was like way more conniving than we think. She seemed mm-hmm. like she knew what she was fucking doing. Um, and it kind of made me sad because I really like the guy that she's dating. But what are you going to do? I know. Well, she's with um the, who is it? The sheriff. 
Yeah. What's his name? Um, I can't remember. Truman. Truman. Yes. Yeah, and he's he's like the like one of the few people that just seems so authentic and like Mm -hmm. such a great like guy and like such like so good for the town and yeah yeah that's that's sad you know yeah but who knows i mean she could still be a good person just not no 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 (laughs) i don't view it her same she's the femme femme like in film noir when there's the like she's always the woman that she's always wearing that red lipstick too I know we should have known. Yeah. <laughs> we should have known. She's a femme fatale. That lipstick too bright. She's definitely evil. <laughs> She's um, evil. Okay, actually, so, this is the next, the final big scene. This is like the biggest yeah. thing that happens. Oh shit! You go. Go ahead. <laughs> so, it's uh, happens. Shelly's at home. <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't. I don't know. How to <laughs> Um, you, you do it. No, I want to hear you describe it. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, wait. Let me look at my notes. I was just laughing because you got really serious really quickly, and I, I liked it. <laughs> now I feel like there's so much pressure. No pressure. Um, wait. What? I don't remember. Wait, I don't remember this. I'm reading my notes again, and I like don't remember this. I'm like, this is important. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I guess like Leo goes home and he's grabbing gas cans from his car or something. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I don't know why he's grabbing gas cans, okay. but then Hank like shows up and oh. like punches Leo. You know why he's grabbing gas cans? Why? Because they just talked about burning like something down in the last episode. Him and Benjamin, remember? Uh-huh. He was like, you'll burn Do you know- it down. I'm going to get the insurance money. So that's probably why he's getting the gas uh-huh. cans. But I don't know yeah, why Yeah, and is. then... And then he like goes inside and Shelly, his wife, is is waiting for him. And he's like obviously already in a mood and like something happened. Be- well, he was just punched in the face. So she's like, what's wrong? You know, and he's like doesn't want to deal with her. And she pulls the gun. She pulls a gun on him. Right. And, and then he says. What does he say? He's like, well, I don't know exactly what he says. Oh, he says something he say? like, you won't do it, Shelly. Like, yeah, she, he doesn't. He doesn't take it seriously. Yeah, and then she blows him away, <laughs> and she shoots him. But we don't. Yeah, she shoots him hard, but we don't know where. I mean, I heard him gasping, so I'm assuming like somewhere in his stomach. I don't think he's dead. Ah, <sighs> like it would be too easy if he was yeah. dead. But it's awesome that she like had the courage to shoot him. Yeah. You know, that's, amazing. that's pretty awesome because no matter what, like that ends our relationship, yeah, you know, <laughs> like You're whether right. he survives or not, that relationship is over. I didn't even think of that. You're right. She's out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's out. That's amazing. Out. That's not even something you can hide. You know, you shoot someone, you have to go to the hospital, you have to, you know, that like the public becomes aware. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like their relationship is over. It's over. Divorce. Okay. I hope they don't try and fix it on the show. <laughs> this is not the final big scene. I just realized. Oh, yeah. And then there's another one. Well, we already talked about this, yeah, but, but there's so many, like, final big scenes in the show. This episode. The final, final one is that Cooper comes back to his apartment or his, sorry, hotel. Mm-hmm. He notices that something is off and that someone is inside. He goes in with a gun and then he sees Audrey and she's naked in his bed. And she says, please don't let me leave. And that's where the episode ends. And I'm obsessed and I want to see what happens next. I know. 
they left so many things like it's like what happens with Leo? What's going to happen with Cooper and Audrey? Are they going to get together? Or because this could make or break their relationship too. Yeah, their potential relationship. Potential, yeah. Mm-hmm. I read that when this when they rebroadcast this episode in 1990, which was like the same year, but they like re- I guess rebroadcasted it during the summer this season. Mm-hmm. They combined this episode and the next one for a two-hour special. Like basically, I think it just flows together. Oh, so I'm excited. Which okay, means so the, that next like, the next one's gonna one be good too. Up right where this one left off. Yeah, probably. this is probably my this is my favorite episode so far. Me too. It's so solid. So much. I'm still amazed at how he directs episodes so much happens so many characters Mm -hmm. get stuff done and it's like and it works it like doesn't seem scattered it doesn't seem like too much is happening it's insane i don't get how he does it and they have like conversations yeah like in-depth conversations i don't know Anyone else that like that was doing this show, it, it would feel like it would be really easy for everything to be really confusing and things to just like not make sense. Yeah. But like everyone's characters and motives are so clear and everyone's so unique and yeah, it's it's really well done. <laughs> it's a really well made show. Yeah, it's crazy. And I feel like in any other show I would be like oh great like now this is happening like it would just make it more and more unbelievable but instead it's making it more Mm -hmm. twisted but not necessarily like it's not making me like discredit the show Mm -hmm. yeah they're like pulling us into this world of like characters in this place and yeah it's so cool dragging us in (sighs) i'm excited me too who's your killer of the week oh well I mean, it seems like it's getting closer and closer to, like, it has to be, like, Leo and Jock. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I don't really feel like I can say anyone else. I'm picking someone else. (laughs) I was hoping you would. (laughs) I'm picking Jerry, Benjamin's brother. Oh, yeah. He played, like, a subtle role in this episode. But, I, but something's off with I him. I thought about it this episode. I was like, it would make sense because he's crazy. He's always on mm-hmm. drugs. Mm-hmm. He's always like doing something wild. And his brother, Jer- his brother Benjamin, is kind of like reeling him in, but not really. And I could mm-hmm. see Benjamin killing someone and being like kind of fine with it and just doing drugs and like still being as upbeat as he is. And his brother dealing with the consequences and, like, having someone oh my God. throw away the body and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he already, like, is doing some stuff, like Leo. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I just feel like. Oh, my God, Jane. I figured it out. That makes so much. I feel like I don't know, like, if anybody's listening that has already seen all of the episodes if they're yelling I mean, at I me. just, I don't, yeah, you're like, you did it. but I feel like that's so dead on. Nice. Oh, because that's a, that's really clever. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to find out what it is. It's probably, gonna, <laughs> I feel like it's going to end up being someone that we didn't, not that we didn't think of, but maybe we didn't like, not a front runner. Yeah. But maybe I'm wrong. Cause, I don't know. I don't know. Cause yeah, like he makes a lot of sense. And yeah, it's just like he's all he was always suddenly there. It's like he's he's like a character that's like right. It's like it was always there, but he's like yeah, it's just crazy. not put in your face, you know. And they go to One Eye Jacks a lot. Yeah, so he was there. Yeah. 
yeah so okay yeah because they like shove leo and Jacques in our face face so much but yeah exactly that doesn't necessarily mean it's them. I mean, they're for sure bad guys. and They've been dealing... And they're involved, work. like, somehow. Yeah. Because they're, like, involved with the lo- drugs with Laura. and But that doesn't necessarily mean that they killed her. Sure. Even though it's still possible. Um, okay, what is your character of the week? Fave character. I like Andy. Oh, his donut eating. He's so cute. He's the one that ate Cooper's donut. Wait, they never explained why they were fighting. I know. Weird. Him and his girlfriend, uh, Lucy, the receptionist. Did we totally miss that? No, they never t- – was Lucy even in this episode? I think, like, for, like, a second. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't think she was. Yeah, she wasn't really in this episode. Maybe they'll go back to a next one. I think my favorite was Hawk. And I'm just Which realizing, Hawk? Like, I really like him. I feel like he always – I feel like every time they're having, like, a really – dark conversation he comes in with something like very poignant wait which one is he he's the um indian oh um, i mean native uh-huh. american <laughs> oh yeah okay um yeah so he's the one that that when the log lady is like come in for tea and cookies and then cooper's like we don't have time for tea and cookies and then hawk interrupts him and he's like what kind of cookies <laughs> yeah i like him um okay did you have a favorite moment yeah well the the moment where andy eats his donut (laughs) so i talked about mine early on did you say yours lucy mine and donuts (laughs) and donuts what was your favorite moment mine was i already talked about mine too it's the part where the music is in the woods i like that oh yeah yeah it just felt really like surreal like it felt like a dream Uh it wasn't going to be real and then it ended up being real which i like like, yeah, he turned something, like, weird and unreal into something, like, oh, it's just a cabin in the woods and some red. And it's just simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I liked it. But he, like, some weird music adds this playing. feeling to yeah. it. Um, good, good. What's your moose head? What's the moose head thing again? It's, like, the weird um, scene in the episode. Was there anything super weird? I thought of one. But it's not Okay, I, I can't think of one. What is the it? The one that I thought of is when... Laura's dad, when they're at the the party, and Laura's uh-huh. dad starts crying and dancing, and then he mm. holds his, like, hands <gasps> that person. Oh, my God. I can't believe we didn't even talk about this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't. Okay, so they're at the party, and some, for some reason, music comes on, and Laura's dad starts crying and dancing like he's been doing every episode. <laughs> every time that music comes on, yeah. <laughs> and then he starts to, like, put his hands over his eyes like you know crying into his hands yeah. basically and then in order to make him seem normal um Catherine starts dancing with him and she starts to put her hands over her eyes and like by her head to make it look like a dance move and then everyone starts doing it <laughs> <laughs> so dumb that was really funny it was so funny it was so funny, it was funny to see that like was multiple characters like just dancing that was a good moment yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one yeah um, what do you rate this episode? Ten. Me too. This is, a, this is a my good favorite one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ten out of ten. Payoffs are nice. What? <laughs> Payoffs are nice. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But just in general, like so much happened, and it was all like real. Like none of it was dreams, or I don't know, or yeah. daydreams, mm-hmm. or weird visions, or whatever. It was just like mm-hmm. things were happening for real. Um. Yeah, that was great. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yay. 
Okay, well, this has been episode six, seven? Six. 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 <laughs> of Log Ladies. Thank you for listening. The Log Ladies. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. And that's all. We will find social media at some point down the line. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I'll see you in my dreams. I'll see you in my dreams. <laughs> I'm talking about the made-up subscribers that I'm going to dream about tonight. Good, good, good. <laughs> Laura, Laura, Laura.